0: no means of measure can define his limitless love he's enduringly strong he's entirely sincere he's eternally steadfast he's immortally graceful he's imperially powerful he's impartially merciful do you know him he's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world he's god's son he's a sinner's savior he's the centerpiece of civilization He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and He saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and He guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captive. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. couldn't kill him, death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. Yeah! That's mocking. That's mocking.
1: Amen. Isn't that so awesome? I-, I love that line that comes like two minutes in, too. I can't describe him, right? And then he goes on for another minute. But guys, isn't he... So awesome. That is what today is about. Sometimes there are ideas in this world that are impossible for us as people to believe. And and, and I'm talking about even in society where where those of us who who claim to be rational and clear-thinking and open-minded... That sometimes there's ideas that we are just unable to believe. I, I, think, I think ideas are like clothes and that they tend to go in and out of fashion. And, and, and when an idea goes out of fashion, the idea of believing it becomes unthinkable. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever gone back and like, seen Farrah Fawcett hair or leather pants or the mullet, and simply asked, what were they thinking? Like fashion, ideas will come in and out of fashion. And sometimes when an idea is out of fashion, it's, it's like people just reject it. They can't even conceive of, of like, what, how, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's this idea that, it's like they hear it, but they can't understand it. They hear it, but it's like it can't get past the eardrum because the idea itself is just so different and off of their grid. And if you know what I'm talking about here today, this is exactly what it was like for those women who went to the tomb that first Easter morning. I mean, they were not going there looking for resurrection, they were going there because they saw Jesus die. They were going to anoint and prepare the body of a dead man. Resurrection was not even on their grid. And, you know, and it didn't matter how many times Jesus told them. I mean, it didn't matter how many times he'd say things like, I am the resurrection and the life. And they go, oh, yeah. No, no, really, I am the resurrection of the life. Oh, okay. And, you know, and just not getting it. It didn't matter how many times he'd say, guys, Guys, listen here. I have to go to Jerusalem. I am going to be betrayed and handed over. I am going to suffer and die and three days later rise from the dead. Are you with me? And they're like, oh, I guess. And Because sometimes there is an idea that is just so at odds with our experience and with how we see the world that that, that we can't even hold on to it. And it is that resurrection that those women could not grasp that today is all about. Here at Fellowship of Faith, we believe that God has a message of good news for all of us. And it's a message that's packed with with power, and it's a message that can transform. And and why this message of good news sounds like a threat or bad news on the lips of so many people who claim to be Christians is is really utterly beyond me. But if you look at God's own message, and you look at the the message of those early followers— it is just saturated in good news from top to bottom. And the good news is that on Easter Sunday, Jesus was raised from the dead. And now, stick with me. When I say resurrection, I'm not talking some idea like, you know, Jesus died and his soul went up to heaven. I'm not talking some, some like half baked idea like, like Jesus died, but you know, his spirit is ever present with us. Oh, give me a break, right? No, the tomb was empty. They saw a dead man. And the message of good news is that Jesus is raised from the dead. Christ is risen. risen indeed. Indeed, right? Indeed. You know, Christianity is not a set of ideas. Christianity is not about a philosophy of life, a path of spirituality, it's not about a rule to live by, it's not about some kind of self-help therapy, and it's not a political agenda. It speaks to all those things. It impacts those things, and in fact, it gives energy and life to those things and brings new perspective to those things. But at its heart and core, Christianity is something so much different. Christianity is about an event. It is about an event, good news of an event that happened in this world. And by which, because of this event, this world will never and can never be the same again. And it's about those who believe in him and who live by that good news, who thank God, will also never be the same again. That is what today is all about. That is what Easter Sunday is all about. And a resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus stands heart and soul in the core of it. Because to reduce Christianity to anything less than the resurrection, to reduce it to some philosophy or some idea or some religion, to reduce it to something less than that is to gut it. It's to take it out at its knees. Worse than that, it's to make it a sham. Without the the resurrection of Jesus, Christianity is a sham. Worse than that, it's a lie. Because what God promised and what those early followers of Jesus based their entire lives and faith on was that there was a tomb. And when they showed up, it was empty. And it was empty because Jesus came back to life. He looked death in the eye and said, you ain't got nothing on me. What this is about is the good news that that a God came down and he became like you and me and he died and he rose again. And it can never be and should never be short of that message. See, the resurrection is about the dawn of a new age. It's about God coming back into this world. And saying, I'm the king on the block now. And I'm gonna take this, this this place that's mired in hurt and in pain and in darkness, and I'm gonna start making all things right again. It's about God coming down to that which is broken, to that which is suffering, even to the deepest, darkest places, to restore and redeem and to save resurrection is about God saying when Jesus died for your sins on Good Friday it took it's about God saying I validate it and I vindicate it it's about God saying you can be sure that God has come to make you right with him again it's about hope that those of us who have said goodbye to a loved one can say, it hurts. But it is not the last chapter of the story. If, if, if Christianity is anything less than resurrection, do you know what the Bible says? It says we're fools. It says you're an idiot. It's words, not mine. It says we're fools because... To base our hope on this idea. And to face the struggles that we'll face for it. Without resurrection, it says we, over all people, are the most pitiful. It's ridiculous. Because resurrection is the lifeblood and the source. There is no gospel. There is no good news without the resurrection of Jesus. It is life it is hope, it is power, it is transformation. It is an event that God has begun in this world with Jesus Christ. For me, for you, for the entire creation that he has made. And that's really the question of today. Today. Is it enough? The question of the good news, the message that God sings to, seeks to bring, Is Easter enough? Is Christ? Enough. And I want you to think about it for just a moment. Because I hope that your answer today is no. I hope your answer is that it is not enough. And you know why? Because the message of good news about the event that changed the world forever is that it's more than enough. It is more than enough, that Jesus is more than enough, that whatever you brought here today, it is more than enough for whatever loss or grief that you've brought into this room this morning. Guys, hear me. The message of good news is that the resurrection of Jesus is more than enough for that. You know, whatever shame, whatever guilt, whatever sin that you've brought in this room today, his message is, it is more than enough. Whatever hurts, whatever wounds, whatever regrets, because I know you got them, and I do too, what Easter Sunday is all about is that the message of Jesus and his resurrection is more than enough for all of it. My prayer for you this morning is that you come face to face with the risen Christ, that Easter's more than pastel clothes and breakfast and, you know, things like that. That you see the resurrected Christ. And you go, whatever I have. Jesus, you're more than enough for me. Guys, would you rise?